Chelsea? Chelsea Handler? Oh, are, you, are your phones yeah, like yes, airplanes? Yes, Anna. Anna. So, well, I almost said Anna. Sorry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll just call you Anna. Please do. You can Chelsea, call me Tracy. It's, it's my it's my sweet. I don't have a phone. Parents. I can't afford one. You serious? You didn't bring a phone with you? No, no. I have a rotary phone. Should I bring that out? Yes, please. No, my phone's off because I have respect for you. Guys. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Um, but okay, so you just came from James Corden. Yeah. Do you know him? Yes, I love him. He's great. So he's actually got a really wicked sense of humor. He says some really fucked up shit. He does, and he's amazing. Behind the scenes, I like it. But. I want to ask you, do you, how, how does it feel like, okay, well, I'll preface this by me saying that I am regularly an fucking idiot on talk shows. Like I do, I, I, I usually like do a weird version of myself. That's a weird character. And I have to, I feel like, Oh, if I don't hit like hit like the, the weird, um, I don't know, joke like fake thing that yeah. happened that was funny on set that never really happened well <laughs> like I'm going to I'm going to be fucking this up and I've seen you do it I know you have you've been witness but I know that you but that's a, a lot of people have that but you are really funny and normal in life and I think that's just kind of who you are you have to embrace it you know what I mean? Because those, those, that format is so unnatural to get there and have five minutes to be like, yuck, 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 yuck. It is but, unnatural. But you were always great at doing kind of, you were amazing at making someone feel comfortable and liked, but also great at hate, like doing like gentle hazing of a guest. <laughs> gentle hazing is a really elegant way to put what I did. Although I tried not to haze my guests, but sometimes it was like impossible not to because you'd be talking to someone like, and you're just like, oh my God, are, are you really this stupid? But that only happened, you know, a few times. I think the subject matter just gets old. It's hard to hear someone promote something. You want to hear people talk about real shit. You know, even celebrities, like, I want to know what their opinion is. Like, who do you like? What's your political opinion? How do you like to have sex? How do you like to, do you like to party? Do you like to do drugs? Do you like to, things that celebrities aren't comfortable with. Yeah. You're cool because you'll talk about anything. And that I really respect because at least you're authentic. I love my, well, I want my pussy to be tighter. I know your pelvic floor. You just mentioned that. What's going on with your pelvic floor? (sighs) It's still, I still Well, Chris is like like the size of Michael Strahan. Do you ever, do you ever feel like when... You do Kegels, you can't think about anything else. Like, if, like I, at work, I'll be like, ladies, Kegel break. And then we can't talk. Like right now, try to do a Kegel and talk. I don't even know how to do a Kegel. Do you Come understand? You no, know, no, I don't. I, I, haven't had a, it up. I haven't had a baby, so tight. I just learned about Kegel like squeeze. a year ago. Just squeeze. Okay, squeeze the bottom. Squeeze and talk at the same time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so Hello. you're just basically t- going like you're basically like tightening your asshole. Is that because that's what I'm doing right now? Yeah, in your vagina. <laughs> Isn't my asshole? I'm, I'm, aren't Both. the moon and the sun the same thing? <laughs> okay, I think I'm doing it. Okay, but I would never do that. Like, I would never remember to do that. I would only do that if I were running. But it's really hard to do that and talk at the same time. Anyway, how did I start talking about this? I don't know. You're just your mind is in the gutter. I don't know. It's probably because yeah. you saw me and you're like, oh, we should probably talk about pussies. <laughs> um, but. But do you ever, did you ever feel like, um, yeah, how do you get a good story out of a celebrity? I mean, that's a broad question. Well, you have it? a good, well, I think the time, I think time is, a, is the most important factor. You have to have enough time to talk to somebody to have a real conversation. And what I think, 
you know, if like Howard Stern is so great because he sits with somebody for an hour. So you don't feel the need to have to put on a show and a performance within that span of time. You can actually have a real conversation at a beginning and a middle and an end. And that's why he's so good at it. And also not being on television. Like this is the perfect medium to get people to say shit because they're less self-conscious. Drinking alcohol is a good thing for people that's why i want to do that like i've been doing those dinner parties at my house for people for celebrities to just so that we can all chill and relax and talk about real subject matters that you don't hear them necessarily talking about because i'm just so sick of that chelsea your new show is so fucking great well it'll be great it's probably not great yet but it will get there because i'm on my way to what i want to do no it's so good and it's really inspiring because um, we like, I mean, this is on a much like lower form, like, like sort of like super loosey goosey format and Sim and I are making any money, but we're losing money. But, um, but that the idea that you recognized with the pilot that this, there was going to be a learning curve and that you would learn from just the whole experience. And that was part of the growth of it. And I think we felt the same way with this. Although I think your learning curve has been much better. Well, I mean, she has so much more experience. She's been doing this for so long. So I guess... Teaches. Who are you? <laughs> this is my friend Simsarna. Simsarna? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just kidding. I've known him. I, from, I produced a show. I've I met him when I came in. For everybody that's listening, I know who he is. So just stay oh, wait, with us. And Chelsea, guess what? He loves it when you tell him to fuck off. So you like that? You like abuse? He loves it. He loves it. I'm your girl. You can say, fuck <laughs> you, Sim, and he just truly loves it. Look at him giggle. Yeah, he giggles. I'm a little shy right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing to have you here. Thank oh, you. Oh, I'm happy so, to be here. Are you kidding? So I'm so happy to be here. I love talking about shit. I do. It's fun. We have a series of... Um, of not so rapid fire questions. Do you want to get into it? Should we do it? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, oh, I also want to ask you though before we get into that, are you good at taking compliments? No, I'm terrible. That's what I thought. Yeah. Are you? Kind of. You are? Well, a little bit. I love you. You know that I love you, right? <laughs> Go on. But like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I fucking hate compliments. I don't know why. I wish I should I should grow out of that. But what? But like, it's like self just loathing. I you know the most boring story of all. Do you think that it comes from like people being fake, or do you think that partly? If I, if I find it unctuous sometimes, like I think sometimes people compliment you just because they don't they 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 think they have to kiss your ass, and I fucking hate people kissing my ass. There's nothing I'm more allergic to than like lying or ass kissing. And when you really have an affinity for someone, I think it's so nice. You know, when you really like someone and you yeah. know it, then it's different and you can feel it. But when people are just telling you things in your ear all day, especially in this business, it, it makes me sick. Like, you're so, so funny. You're so pretty. It's what do you like, say when people say that? I tell them, shut the fuck up. If I know them, like, right. I have a guy in my office who every day is like, Chelsea, you're so pretty. I'm like, but it's a bit now. I'm like, shut, stop it. I'm not, you know, like, stop. Like, he actually thinks that's a part of, like, our conversation for the day is to tell me I'm pretty. Who He works for me. I'm like, you can't say that to me ever okay, again. Okay, but you are fucking hot. Well, thanks. Thanks for saying hot. I prefer <laughs> that over pretty, actually, because anybody could be pretty. <laughs> but, um... Why do you have two phones? Oh, it's so obnoxious. You have a boyfriend? Do you know why? 
I wish. Um, <laughs> no, I love my sweet husband. He's outside. You do love your husband. I think your relationship with your husband is kind of really sweet. Thanks. Yeah. He's, he's a good man. You're fucking lucky that you have Thank a good you. man. Dude, I got to tell you, though, it took me a long fucking time to recognize a good man. Well, I can recognize one. How? Because you have one. He's a good guy. But are you good at recognizing? Like, can uh, you personally? Yeah, I don't date assholes. I just don't. I mean, I have sex with people, but I don't really date people because I just don't. I, I have a little bit of an issue with, like, I think I'm really valuable as a person. Like, I'm going to bring a lot to your life because when I love somebody, I really do. And my father put did this number on me just telling me I was, like, the best thing in the world my whole life that he fucked me up to the degree where I can't. I don't think anybody's good enough, ever. And that's, I have the opposite problem. I don't date ass, I mean, I have dated assholes, of course. But I don't date anyone because I'm just like, no one's good enough. And that's a gross quality for a person to have. And then coupled with something, like if nobody's good enough, and then if somebody compliments you, like like you meet a nice guy, and they are complimentary towards you, then that that is that is a tough thing. Like, what did you? How did you get into Chris? How did you guys meet? Well, so we met. Um, I was married, and oh, that's this a is a sto- story. yeah, yeah. This is like I don't know if I've talked too much about this, um, but yeah, I didn't know you were married before. Chris. Uh-huh. Really? Yep, yep. And um, to yeah, to yeah, yep, yep. And um, <laughs> Chris and I met, and uh, he was single, and he was like we we were cast as boyfriend and girlfriend in this movie together and he was single and like dating and um but we had a nice friendship and he was always looking out for me like i left my the class i don't know i left my credit card at kmart and he spent like 3 hours trying to track it down and i remember thinking like what is this dude like what does he want i don't understand this or or he would just like make sure that i got home safe or walk me to my door. You know, he just was a good guy. And um, and then after a while, my relationship in L.A. was was falling apart. And, um, and I was just like, man, this person is really nice. He's really kind. So, But you were also attracted to him, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sure. That fucking face. I mean... Well, you are now. He's pretty attractive. There's no way around that. That's he's, not even like... It, was, it was, doesn't matter how long you've been fucking somebody. They're yeah. either attractive or they're not. And you know, I one time I asked him, I was like, baby, does it ever bother you that I was divorced? And he said, honey, you were just chilling on ice. How did you get together after? When you did get together, did you make the move or did he make the move? I kind of made the move. You did? Yeah. And he had had a crush on you the whole time? I like to think so. Well, you know that obviously he did. It's that tight pelvic floor that I've been talking about. Well, now it's loose. That you have lost, right? Yeah, of course. The loose pelvic floor. That's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, people, you know, I was telling my my hairdresser today that I was coming over here. Yeah. And she was said that she had hung out here one night with you, and she said it's really sweet their relationship. She said he really loves her, and she really loves him back. And I said I know I've noticed that with Christine. Them. Yeah, you know her. I love her. Oh yeah, she's the best. She's like a nugget of love. She was like a ray of sunshine in my day. I know. Her. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. But I think that she, finding love is so fucking hard. It is Isn't because it? I think. Yeah, it is, and when you're in love. It's so great, though. It 
it is that heroin high, but well, <laughs> like I know, but uh, but but it also is you you are more vulnerable than you've ever been in your life, and the idea of getting heartbroken. I don't know. That's 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 a tough one. It's you know I am in a phase right now, and I work a lot because of my show and the launch, and so I'm always you know it's like I have very little time to myself right now, and I and when I took a year off after my show, and I was like I just want to do everything that I want to do right now because I don't know when I'm going to have another year off. You know I want to work. I'm when I work I'm a workaholic, and when I when I take a vacation I'm a vacationaholic. Like I don't want to go home. I want to keep traveling. I want to go to all these different places and I want to be, you know, I want to get shit-faced with strangers and end up with strangers and do crazy shit and go jumping off bridges and, and do all the things that you say you're going to do that you like never do. Like a study do. abroad. Yeah, like, yeah, like abroad abroad. <laughs> and, and I was away and I was like, you know what, there, there was a spa in Austria, like a detox spa, and I was going to go to a detox spa for two weeks, which I ended up doing. And I thought... While I was at that spot, it's like you eat green juice all week and, you know, you, I was paddleboarding on a lake in Austria like, and I was by myself for two weeks, which I've never spent two weeks alone in my life. But I knew I was coming back to work and I was like, just get everything out of your system, whatever end of the spectrum it is. If it's partying and in Ibiza and if it's a spa in, you know, uh, um, Austria. And I was sitting there and every night I would be done eating at five because they starve you. And you're just like, but you're in a beautiful place. And I was thinking, God, if I were tethered to somebody, if I were in love right now, I would never last. Like I would never have had all those experiences that I had in a year. I wouldn't have gone to Africa. I wouldn't have gone to French Polynesia. I got certified in scuba diving. I did all these things that you would do if you were on sabbatical, like in your 70s. But it's because I wasn't coming home to someone. Right. I was independent. And yeah. I felt like, oh, I'm free. I may not be this way ever again in my life. I might fall in love and be with him for another 20 years. So you better go get everything you're looking for. Totally. And then I came back and I've been alone ever since. <laughs> but but it, like I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, like I, I love it that I am in an incredible relationship. I have a beautiful boy. But I totally envy the idea of that kind of independence. I haven't felt that in a long fucking no, time. No, I'm sure you haven't. Because, and yeah. Well, once you have a child, you know, you can never make another decision again. No, there's like <laughs> nothing spontaneous that can happen. You, uh, like, your agenda has to be secondary to, you know, everybody else's. And, and there's reward, but it's also, it comes at a cost. Like, I... I I don't know. Yeah, that it just sounds. Just take me with you, Chelsea. Will you kidnap me? I would. I would totally. We should go away. We'll go away on a girls' weekend. <sighs> I mean, even though that sounds so gay, can we, we can do like more than a weekend, though. Yeah, we can do like. Can a, we tell yeah. everyone that it's going to be a weekend? But I then, bought a house in Spain. You can come there when you want. I, I bought love. a house in Spain. It's right on the water. It's beautiful. Oh. It's going to be done in two weeks. Oh my god! Two and I weeks? can't even go there yet. I can't because I don't have time off until. But I have time off in July. But you're totally welcome to either use it without me or wait for me, and we'll go together. This is the best moment ever, <laughs> my life. <laughs> Can you speak, Chelsea? Andrew, puedes, puedes hablar. <laughs> I'm learning I know, Spanish I did, too. I did. I did. I did see your amazing telenova. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> okay, so Use now... Use my cough. Sorry, guys. Thank That's you. so gross. But I want to... Um, I want to go to Spain with you. Of I course. I want to Yaman. <laughs> oh, Amon is the best. Amon, I didn't even say that right. No, you did. You did. Hamon. Like, Hamon. Yeah, I said Hamon. it wrong. Menchengo. Menchengo. <laughs> I want to go to bed at You're, you, I like, two. you You always act like you're, like, not smart. You're smart. <laughs> you always act like you're not. It's my defense. Thank uh, you. Yeah. I mean, but I, you, no, I'm not. No, I'm not smart. Where did you grow I up? But I do also act like I'm not smart. Um, north of Seattle. Birmingham? Bellingham? No, but close. A place called Edmonds, Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, I'm not no, I'm not very smart. But thank you for saying that I act like I'm not smart. <laughs> Did you, you went to college though, right? I went to University of Washington, but Wazoo. No. No, no oh. different one. <laughs> Sorry. UW. <laughs> okay, whoopsie. No, don't worry. Don't worry. I guess I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No. Is that Washington State, Wazoo? Oh, okay. Yeah, but Copy that's that. weird. Odd that you know that too. Yeah, well I know about colleges because I got rejected by all of them. <laughs> You didn't need to go. It turns out nobody fucking gives a shit in this town. <laughs> I know. This town for sure. You do like, not need to go no, unless you're an attorney. Like, you know what I wasted? I wasted four years where I could have been hustling down here. Like capitalizing on my youth. Right. Instead, How old are you? I'm 39. You are? Yeah. Oh, God. I thought you were like 30, like four or five. I love you. I, I love it that you well, I'm like, 41. You are fucking hot. Well, 41 is rough. I'm like about to hit a wall. Did you ever get like one of those decade things like at 30 or 40 where you, you did because you talked about it. Yeah. Uh, Like where it was like a little bit of a change in your brain. Well, I just all of a sudden felt like I had to be like, you know, a little bit like I felt like when I turned 40, I just thought, okay, this is, this is go time. Like, no more fucking around. Like, you're an adult. There's no way around it. You can still be an asshole and be immature and have fun, but you better do something meaningful. Like, you're not... But you already had. Well, but I hadn't done anything meaningful. Like, to, to you, me, this show mean, is meaningful. your heart. Like, Just to be like, if I'm going to be in the entertainment business, I want to do something that has, like, a positive effect on people. I don't... I couldn't... You know, that show was so much fun and it, like, allowed me, afforded me every luxury in life and every and millions of friendships of people that I would never have met, you know, because a lot of people you meet that you end up becoming friends with. And and I love my life and I'm able to, you know, pay for so many people's lives because of this. Like, What my, about mine? Yeah, you can have any money you want. I, I don't <laughs> give a shit about money. I have so much of it. It's so ridiculous. I just give it away. I mean, I bought my aunt a house the other day. She's like, I'm, she was complaining about it. So I'm like, just go. I'll buy you a house in America. Would you like that? I mean, it's so nice to be able to do that for people. That's my impetus for everything. So... Yeah, I just wanted to do something that was a little bit more conscientious than railing on celebrities and talking about nonsense. Who gives a shit about well, that? Well, it, re- it really is. What, Not to sound. What, like, no, the remarkable thing about your show is that it is it goes in depth and it's a sort of free format in the loveliest way. And it's experimental. And you also have incredibly interesting people that are not in the entertainment industry on it. Right. Which is, uh, which is really fascinating. And I love it that they all want to fuck you. 
You think so? Oh, yeah. God, I don't ever think that at all. Oh, my God, that TED Talks, dude. Oh, oh well. You God. Know, the bone of <laughs> all yeah. older men like me. Older <laughs> men are the only men that like me. No, Chadwick Boseman? I thought there might have been something there. Shut up. No, no, only older men like me. Well, older men and black men, you're right. No one my own age. No one that's appropriate for me. Just like, you know, it's always older guys that appreciate me because I think, you know, I'm probably a huge turnoff to a lot of men. What? Because it's it's I know that I'm intimidating. I don't mean to be, and I'm not trying to be, and I don't want to be. But I get it. I get it that it's like they think they're going to get their ass handed to them. And some I meet guys all the time. Like Chris Evans was at my house the other night for the Captain America dinner, and he's like, "God, I was so scared of you for so long." And I thought, God, I admire you. I think you're so talented. I, how could I have ever had that effect on you? He goes, "You're just funny and you're ballsy." Well, and- that's the thing though that because you're so witty that people. Are not yeah, but it's also to... turn off. Like, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, that's nice and everything if you like me. If you don't like me, I'm not, that's not attractive. My personality is brash and, and it's a turn off. It's not a turn on. You have to really be into what I'm dishing out. And that's not for everybody. And that's why I like it because it's not for everybody. I don't want everyone to like me. Then I'm a loser. I you want know? you to like feed me your cream of wheat. Do you want people, do you want everybody to like you? I do. You do? I'm a, I have a pleaser problem. Oh. Kind. I mean, I. you know what? I should qualify that. I do, but as I get older, I'm changing. I'm shifting a little bit. And I do, I, I do want everyone to like me, but I also recognize that that's an impossibility. And also, I don't value that idea as much as I used to. And I, yeah, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if like, I don't, I don't need it as much as I used to, which I'm grateful for. Right. Because that needing it to, is such a torment. Like, it keeps you awake at night. Like, no, people don't, no, you can't you do know, that. No. No, that's a terrible feeling. Yeah. I mean, it's a natural feeling, so it's kind of undeniable, but you can't park your car in that spot. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you just have to get secure in the idea that you'll have your support system and if you have like a strong point of view yeah that hopefully people will just come along i think that's key is the point of view i I agree with that wholeheartedly i think when you you have to like anytime i've steered away from being like completely who i am and authentic not to use yoga phrases or (laughs) meditation stuff you know like i just any time in my career or in my life, and my career is my life, you know, I'm very tied to my career. I, that's my identity to me. And it's always been important for me. And anytime I've steered and I've made a decision that wasn't based on honesty or like, or being who I am or trying to, you know, like if a friend says, hey, will you be in a movie with me? And me just trying to be a good friend and say, sure. I'm always like, why did I do that? I, why did, why did I, I don't want to be in a movie. That's not what I'm trying to do here. Like, I'm not an actor. I'm not that person. So don't try to be that person for everybody. Don't try to make everybody like you. I've never had that problem about wanting everybody to like me. You just, I just want some people to like me. And I want the people to like me to, I want to deliver to them. And like, keep saying and honoring that relationship and saying, hey, I'm here for you guys because I feel really grateful to them. So, but I know, but wanting everyone to like you is a loser's game and that's oh impossible. it totally is no and it's and awful it's, it eats away at your brain i mean atrocious I've, yeah, yeah yeah like ugh. do you guys feel like you have room in your lives right now to take in some new friends always i always take in really? new friends. i think that's the spirit of life like 
I, my new show, I'm surrounded by a lot of people from my old show and probably like, I'd say 60-40 ratio. 40 of my old show, 60% new people. Maybe 70-30, you know, in that right. direction. Because it's, I'm always, I, that's the way you learn and grow is by new people. And but I, how do you ditch your old friends? Like, they piss like, me how, off. How do you, how do you break off. up with a friend? Like, we've uh, talked a bit about this, like the girlfriend breakup. Sim doesn't really like, to, he has no interest in this. Yeah, but, no, I doubt it. You're straight, uh, right? But, so you don't care about this shit. But but you know what I'm saying, like the girlfriend breakup. Like, how do you break up with a girlfriend so you can make room for somebody new? I don't think it's about making room for somebody new. I think you just, you know, if somebody does something that's like really fucks you up, then I I always can. I mean, I'm I'm confrontational. I have but no what problem. What if they're boring? Well, then you shouldn't. Then that's their problem. Do that's, you just not you, text them back? Yeah, I mean, I always try to text every person back. But I'm not perfect. But yeah, if you have a boring friend, then that's their fucking problem. They better get interesting. <laughs> Seriously. I don't have fucking time for boring. I certainly don't. I have time for like, I like good energy. I like yeah. positive energy. I like smart people around me. And I like people who make me laugh. That's all I fucking care about. I just want to laugh like uh, several times a day. And if I don't, I mean, I can't think of a day in the last probably 10 years that I didn't fucking laugh. Did you, do you cry? Yeah, of course. Cry. I don't cry. Ever? Not really. What? It's really fucking weird. Really? Like you don't get in a fight with Chris and get emotional and cry? Not really. What do you mean not really? Like I mean like I really don't cry very much. Like it is like something that I've thought. I can actually okay, see that about you. I need to go to a therapist <laughs> to learn how to cry. Do you fight crying or do you just not ever feel the impulse to like you're not like fighting crying like no going, mm. no i just don't i just don't really cry and so when i have to do a crying scene i totally have to use the menthol sticks which we've done here on the mm-hmm. podcast before why um, no one i mean is this being filmed uh no 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 it was just like an experiment like i'm gonna blow a menthol stick into your eyes dear friends and <laughs> like see what you how you feel about it um but no, I so I don't know. It, it's, it has to do with my mom, I think, because she was Allison oh. Janney. <laughs> <laughs> Allison Janney. I didn't get any of the tall jeans, but um, but wait, what is it? What what about your mom? Well, I think that she always like she just felt like you're not a victim, so you have no, you don't have a reason to cry, which I'm really grateful for. She yeah. was just incredibly strong, right? But. So crying for me is like a huge hurdle of like, I, I don't think I can let myself, I don't let myself go there very often. What about when other people cry? I get like, a little annoyed. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of do too. I kind of think crying is like, like yesterday at work or two days ago at work, like one of my, the guys I work with came into my office and he's gay and he's like, I'm so overwhelmed. And I went, oh, my God, are you going to cry? And then he, he said, yeah, I'm going to. And he did. And then I just thought, isn't this ironic? It was, it was a joy? That I'm sitting here. No, he was stressed. And it's the oh. launch of the show. And he's got pressure oh. from everybody. Like, who are you booking? Who's this person? Are they going to go with this person? All the bullshit that comes right. with the show. Right. And I'm sitting in my office thinking, I should be the one who's fucking crying. But instead, I'm comforting this grown gay man in my office. And then he, of course, and I was 
I wouldn't have told a soul, maybe two people, but I wouldn't have told more than that. Like, I, and, he, and then he, of course, announced it later on to like everyone in the office. He's like, I cried in Chelsea's office today. I'm so embarrassed. And I was like, thank you for announcing it so we can continue to make fun of you for the rest of the show because it was so ridiculous. And I'm sitting there like rubbing his shoulder. I'm like, it's okay. You're doing an amazing job. You're great. You know, like Pitbull was really, really late to my show and my first show. And so the audience is there. You're waiting. And he took that as I'm like, that's not a stain on you. That's Pitbull. He's a rapper. Let's not book rappers on the first fucking show. Let's not do that. You know? He was really great, though. Was he? I mean, I, I th- really? I thought. Well, I mean, you know, I I didn't have a problem with it, but after it stress, it stress when people are stressed out around you, it stresses you out, and yeah, it yeah. takes a lot of energy to kind of keep the peace and keep the calm, and yeah, and you know, I'm not a drama queen. I can be a bitch, but I'm not a drama queen. I'm not like. Like, yeah, I would yeah. never throw a fit, but I'm a fucking cunt if I need to be. I won't deny that for a second. I love it that you say that. Well, I have to be. I have to be straightforward and direct. Are we and that's allowed interpreted. to say cunt? Yeah, of course. We're allowed to say whatever we want. Okay, good. If good. you have one, you can use it. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Because I said it the other day at a press event. Oh, well, no. You can't do that. <laughs> I mean, you can say it here. Where did yeah, you... What press event? It was a SAG. <laughs> <laughs> Love you! Oh my god! Wait, what's the context? Can you we tell us what it was? Bit, we should do a bit where I ch- like I'm giving you publicity training, like from the worst person in the world. You can't shut her face. I'm like, listen, Anna, this is how you handle yourself publicly. Like you just came on the scene and you don't know. And I'm teaching you about human resources and all the things I fail at. <sighs> oh. Okay, wait. Actually, that does I'm gonna need get to into refill one my of our. Um, ooh. Um, okay, wait. Maybe. Um, hey, Cassie, would you mind refilling? Um, uh, please, Chelsea's drink. Okay, but this gets. Don't you think Dominique into- should do it? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so wait. This Chelsea gets into offensiveness. Ice with some vodka. Yeah. Well, uh, what are no we doing on? I think we're skipping ahead. Okay, we this have- one. Nine minutes before the surprise. Okay, so I'm just oh, going to ask God, you. Is Chewy you, here? I'm asking. <laughs> By ask. the way, can I talk about that for a second? Yeah. When Frank Grillo, when he said, "I it, don't give a fuck about Chewy," I know. Well, it was really funny though. It was it was funny, but I, but it was like all he lost me for a second, but then he got me back. Again. No, Frank's an amazing. But guy. I didn't know he was friends with you. I because it was okay. But I didn't know he was friends with you until afterwards. <laughs> Frank's the best. I mean, no, Frank makes me laugh. Exactly. I could have dinner with Frank every night. He's a lunatic. He's a fucking lunatic. I totally loved him. Yeah. I mean, he's crazy and funny and just, he's the kind of guy that will literally like beat the shit out of somebody for you. You know? Yeah. Like, he would do anything for somebody that he loves. Right. So that excuses all of his behavior in my book. <laughs> I got to say, like, I totally feel He seems like the I, coolest I guy. Him, I was like, I, I don't know if I'm, am I numb to like the behavior of Hollywood people? Because I found him totally charming and like gregarious and hysterical. Yeah, I think it's a girl thing because he helps that he's handsome, so girls yeah. can recognize that. But yeah, I don't know. Okay, so um, okay, we're I'm skipping ahead to we're gonna do some rapid fires right now, but I'm skipping ahead to this one. Um, Thanks, has baby. Anyone ever said anything that offended you? I don't think men. Yeah, I don't think like when men talk about like. 
cum or anything like that, I find it really repugnant. Like when anybody like talks when they about, talk about like, their cum, like when men talk about girls in a way like I, I heard this guy once say something. What was the phrase about a woman? And I just thought you should be raped. Like you're a terrible person. He said cum dumpster. He called a girl a cum dumpster. Oh, wow. And well, I thought, what the that fuck is the, does that mean? That is, the, well, that is the harshest term ever. And I just thought how a man could ever, and I'd heard it in a context that was repeated to me that was, it wasn't as serious, but things like that. Or racist stuff. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I feel very sensitive to. I don't know why. I must be black deep down because I, I fucking can't tolerate racism, like racism in, on any level. You know? And people are so racist and people think that they are like, they're so progressive. It's like everything you're saying is an act of racism right now. So I don't know. I'm, that's a sensitive topic. I don't know why. For some reason, it always struck, it strikes me like, you know, not that it doesn't strike other people, of course. Maybe because I've, you know, slept with 50 Cent. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, Maybe because I, I feel like he's still inside me. Maybe that's why. <laughs> I have like this very much like a northern Washington white girl need for black approval. Like, like well, we I all love... do. And that's also a sign of racism. When we want to overcompensate right. for racism. By, like, so when I see, like, I, I do ridiculously generous things for 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 black people that work on my show that's racist because i'm favoring them just because they're black and i want them to know that i that they're that they're everything's great you're great i'm not going to ever discriminate against you which is exactly what i'm doing by buying them cars (laughs) (laughs) but i but but i i yes i know it is so it's so much more but that's better than the alternative so if that's what i'm dealing with then i'll take that and if you fake something long enough, it becomes your reality. I believe yeah. that. And so, like, you know, if you're not in a good mood and you're moody and you decide, I'm going to fake being in a good mood all day mm-hmm. long for the next seven days, by the eighth day, you really are in a good fucking mood. So in certain realms, like, that doesn't apply to racism. Obviously, that sounds so stupid. But, you know, I think you can, if you just practice something long enough, it becomes your reality. Totally. And and I feel like, I don't know, I don't know what... The more love you give, the more you get. Whatever. Oh God, really? Did you I learn know. that I did. from? I did. Yes. Did you learn that from okay, a cooking now, show? Okay, okay, now, fuck you. Here is <laughs> here's what I'm going to ask you. Um, a variation of fuck, marry, kill, best friends. Okay. Okay. But this is best friends edition. Okay. Jennifer Aniston. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. <sighs> But it's not fuck, marry, kill. It's a variation of that. It's actually yeah. something else. So why don't you read what it okay. is and then... Okay. Uh, well, should I tell her the choices yet? Or Tell her tell her before okay. you tell her who the uh, people are. Okay. Get blackout drunk with. Call if you need to hide a body. Have a threesome with. Okay. Here are your choices. Jennifer Aniston, Drew Barrymore, Sandra Bullock. So hide a body, Sandy. Wait, wait, blackout drunk and what? Uh, blackout drunk and have a threesome with. And what... Oh, okay. Have a threesome. Drew, Bar- Drew Barrymore. I would have a threesome with Drew, I guess, because she's the most like kind of free spirited hippy dippy. And blackout drunk with Jen. Okay, great, great, uh, very acceptable. Sandy's very you efficient, passed. so she so would she'll be able, able to help hide the body. body. Right. She's like, yeah, type. You know, she's like type A. She mm-hmm. gets it. Um, weirdest celebrity you masturbated to or uh, had a sex dream about? Okay. 
I don't masturbate ever. I wish I did. I, I think don't I either. have no, You know what my What's doctor told me the other me? day yeah. that I have like very low testosterone levels and I said really? and she said, you know, you can fix that and I said, but what does testosterone affect? Is it just your sex drive? And she said, well, basically energy and sex drive. I said, well, my energy is fine. And I don't really want to deal with a high sex drive right now. I'm pretty fucking busy. If I was doing what I was doing and then going home and just fucking the shit out of people, then I'd really be tired. So I don't know that I want to take, she's like, it's a cream. I'm like, cream sounds like premenopausal. <laughs> like, I don't want to put a cream on my body. But um, I, what was the question? Um, do you masturbate? Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> no. But who have I had a celebrity? Oh, I have dreams about tons of people. So masturbating to me, because my parents, even though they... Do you have time to masturbate? Well, I probably could. I mean, it could take, what, three minutes? Three to four, five? Like, what, six? I don't love the idea of masturbating because then you're sitting there by yourself. I know, and then what? lonely and guilty. It's sad. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it's like post-coital minus another person. I don't find that to be like a great situation. I agree. Sim, can you help us with this? I, I, I can only speak for, for men. men. It's completely yeah, different. You need to masturbate. All, yeah, men need to masturbate. It, it's totally exactly. different. It's maintenance. Women, it's maintenance. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm interested in, in fucking somebody when I'm into somebody. And I'm interested, like, when I'm not seeing somebody, the thought of sex doesn't even cross my mind. I don't ever go home and think, I'm going to go finger blast myself. But do you ever, then, do you ever get, like, built up hormones? No. And then you have, no. like, a sex I've dream? Got- yeah, I think I'm sure I've had some. But I mean, not that I can recall. I'm sure if other people are having them, then I, sh- I'm sh- I assume I have to. <laughs> That's what I use as my ba- basic Geiger. I'm like, if I think it, there must be 5,000 other girls that think this. Um, but no, I've never masturbated to a celebrity or had, I mean, I'm sure I've had a dream about a celebrity. But I've never masturbated and been like, oh my God, Vince Vaughn's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take that kind of stuff seriously. It's like I also could never wear a negligee. Like I could never be like, hey, buddy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I know. I agree with you. I have like, I have like some trashy lingerie do you wear it no only when i'm kind of drunk or whatever but 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 i am playing a character i'm like okay brace myself i'm playing this weird girl who's comfortable wearing this shit right (gasps) and then i'm like ta-da do you guys have a lot of sex you and chris i think we have an okay yeah i think we do i mean we're not we have not spend a lot of time apart so so when you see each other you do want to have sex i think so yeah that's yeah. good. Yeah, it is nice. 
What are you? Nice. What are you nodding at, Sim? Are you there when they're I'm, having sex? I'm, I'm he's there. Like, yes, it's very healthy. I'm I think it's incredible. A very robust sex life. It's, he's it's, always. It's, who are you having sex with, Sim? Is the better question. I, I have a <laughs> lovely, lovely girlfriend. <gasps> oh, what's her yeah. name? Her name is Amy. Oh, that's yes. nice. She sounds is great. And we just moved She's in together. Wonderful. Oh, good yeah. for you. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. It is exciting. That is exciting. Very stressful and exciting. It's always those moments I think in life that are exciting, like the beginnings of things. Have you ever lived with a guy? Yeah. How many times? How many men? One. One. One man. Okay. Yeah. I lived with him for like three, four years. Oh. And by the end of it, I literally walked out the door and said, I will never see you. I will never walk back in this whatever house Damn. condo. I just. Yeah. I didn't. It I was. love that. Yeah. I just wow. hated him by the time it was over. I hated what him. What did you hate? Do you, well, you don't have to go too much into it. Oh, of but. course, I have, I'm happy to. He, in the beginning of the relationship, you know the very thing that attracts you ends up like kind of repulsing you by the end? And in the beginning of the relationship, he was the boss at E. He was like the head of the network. And I was had a show on the network. And he was like kind of a mentor. And he like really adored me. And I was really into him. He was older. He was 20 years older. He knew everything about the business and the fact that he was so kind of, you know, I had never had a man like that in my life. Like, I've always liked older men. I've always been into older men. And as you get, like, now that I'm 40, I'm like, well, not that much older. Like, you can't have a 20-year <laughs> age gap when you're 40. I'm like, okay, maybe 48 is my limit, not fucking 60. When I was 20, I could date a 40-year-old. When I was 30, I could date a 50-year-old. And then it's a wrap. So, and then he did this cute little thing where you would like eat potato chips and, and he would dip them in, in pico, like not pico de gallo, but like canned salsa, but potato chips. Those, yummy. Not, no, no not yummy. No, no. That's, it's not, that's, they don't go together. Yeah. It's like potato I chips think, and ranch I, okay. or tortilla chips and salsa. It's not right. potato yeah. chips and salsa. So he would eat that shitty fucking canned salsa and he would put them on his chips. And I remember like the last six months, cause I really tried, we went to therapy and I just outgrew him. That's all that happened. I fell in love with a man that was older than me because he loved me and was like fawning over me like a complete narcissist does. And then I grew up and realized I don't want somebody fawning over me. I want somebody who's going to fucking tell me the truth. And I outgrew him. And by the end of that relationship, every time he dipped a potato chip into that fucking salsa, I wanted to rip my vagina out of my, like off of my body and throw it onto his face. I hated him. It was scathing. And I finally just got up one morning and we had gone to therapy with some fucking lunatic therapist that a friend of mine, some celebrity friend of mine recommended who was out of her fucking, you know, head. She didn't even have like lights on in the room because she had so much plastic surgery. And I was like, I can't even see her. Like, where is this woman? And she was just like a cat talking from like a sofa. And I remember waking up and I had secured an apartment right on Ocean Avenue in Santa oh Monica God. in one of those high rises. Wow. And I had just rented out the entire top floor because I was just about to go on a comedy tour, stand-up tour. I had a book coming out. My show had just started taking off and it was like really becoming popular. And I knew I just needed like the sound of the ocean and I needed to get away from him because he was just fucking suffocating me. And I secured it. It was like sleeping with the enemy. Like I had planned my escape and then I got up one morning and he pushed my buttons too far and just said something like, you're an ungrateful, whatever. He said something really nasty that he was going to cancel my show and I was going to be nothing oh without God. him. And I said, I'm walking out the store and I will never walk back in this apartment again or condo. We had bought a condo. Damn. And he said, you'll never keep it. And I said, I have more cash than you at this point. So you can fucking buy it from me, but you will never control me like that ever. And since then, we've made up because, you know, he was in a bad spot and he was mm-hmm. losing me. And I think he was desperate and said nasty things. But 
I just thought, you will never threaten me or control me at that moment. And I walked out and I never went back. And I felt like, you know, you have those moments where you grow up in life. There's always like a little glimmer. Like that day, I was like, I grew up today. And he scared the shit out of me. I thought maybe I'd lost everything. Like maybe he meant it. Maybe he was going to cancel my show. Maybe I was going to be nothing. And maybe my only success was because of him. And then I went on a book tour and I had a number one New York Times bestselling book and I did stand up in 64 cities all while doing my show. Fuck and I thought, yeah, I'm fucking powerful. I'm fucking strong. And not to be like an egomaniac, but no one will define you. No yeah. one can ever take yourself away from you. And I had to get back to myself. I love it that you had the plan, though, because I, I think that my theory and I hate to I talk a lot about this. I hate to, I don't like to gender stereotype. But I do think that a, a lot of times women are in, in relationships and it's like, okay, if you don't change this, I got to go. If you don't change this, I got to go. If you don't change this. And, and, and then like that continues for like three years. Women say that to men. Yes. And then finally when it's like, you didn't do it, I'm out of here. There's the shock factor for the man. Like, what? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you didn't even give us a chance. Right. And it's like. How did you break up with your first husband? Can you talk? Well, I can't talk probably too much about it, but I, um, but I, I, there were so many red flags that I just didn't, and I was immature. I was an idiot. I, you know, I was a, like a small town girl from North of Seattle that was kind of blown away by the industry and, um, and moved in early on in a relationship when I shouldn't have. You know, you know when like you move in, yeah, and you know you should not be there. You're like everything I'm doing is wrong. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like I know I'm being wrong. Yeah, in every way. But uh, and then you know got married. But I but I did feel like (coughs) the relationship at least okay. I'm checking that off the list. Like there was there is that pressure of like okay, getting married means that I've accomplished that part and I can focus on my career. And that's how I felt. And uh, yeah. Anyway, it was it was uh, we were just too young. And and then I uh, I you know he was not happy I that you broke happy. up with him. Oh no, I think he was not happy with me in general. Oh, you know, I know I seem super charming and fun, <laughs> but wait till you have me in bed, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, okay, wait. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. I can read that from over here. Surprise time. <laughs> but no, you know what? Though so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm just so grateful for all the things. Okay, it's surprise time. Okay, is a surprise so this is a surprise. This is a new segment. Usually, Chelsea, okay. we play some games, and so we're going to do a new game right now, which okay. no one knows about except for a couple of people here, and um, it's going to be. I guess we're going to call it mystery caller. Um, I'm going to call someone right now, and then we're going to play a game of 20 questions. You two are. Okay, great. And, and then it'll be yes or no question. And we're going to see who it is. And then once we figure... Fucking ass. And then once... Are they it. 20 questions? Like, what yes or no questions. Just yes or no questions. Yeah. Ask the person who's on the other end. Uh, you know, and you'll figure out... Then hopefully you'll figure out who he is, and then we'll have a little chat who with this person. Is? is it Chris? I don't know. Outside. I will find out right now. Let's, let's call this mystery guest right now. Okay, so this is a celebrity person? I'm not going to say anything. We have no idea. Well, so I do. You and you... I are competing. We... I don't know. I don't know. You guys Let's are doing it. it you guys are go. doing it together. You guys can ask questions Fine. back and forth. 
Um, Hello? Hey, uh, mystery caller, are you disguising your voice right now? Mystery guest? Sort of. Okay, so I have Chelsea Handler and I have Anna here right now, and they're going to ask you a series of uh, questions, yes or no questions, 20 of them, and just answer yes or no, we'll figure out, and let's see if they can figure out who you are, and then we'll have a little chat. So Chelsea, Anna, go ahead. Are you an actor? Okay. No. Are you black? No. What what kind of answer was that? You, <laughs> it took so long, weirdo. <laughs> Are you an athlete? No. Are you on television? Yes. Are you in a drama? Are you over no. 40? Are you stupid? No. Um, do you know either of us personally? I've met both of you guys. Is it Chris Evans? So that's seven questions. That's Nope, it's not. I won't count that as a question. Keep going. Okay. Well, he said uh, he wasn't an actor. Well, he said he was an actor. He's on TV. Oh, I thought he said that he wasn't an well, actor, he but, say, he was uh, what, but he was on TV. You don't have to be an actor to be no, on TV. No, I know. Thank you, are Sam. You, are, you, are you a part of <laughs> a reality television? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, I love that. I love it. Sorry, Chris. Are you a part of like Jesus a reality Christ. television series? Is it Ryan Seacrest? Yes. Is it Ryan? No. No. Are you The Bachelor? No. It's ten, ten questions. Oh my God. Ten okay, more. Chelsea, we gotta get. Ten okay, more. Gotta get ten this. more. Then you ask because I'm oh, only just asking fuck. bad ones. Okay, so are you on a major? Uh, no, he's a newscaster. I mean, if he's not, oh no, he's on a reality show, right? Right. Okay. Yes, don't, reality. No, don't answer that. Shh, shut okay, up. So are you? Hey, on a mystery Bravo caller, can you take you it off speakerphone? On a Bravo show. A Bravo show. Okay. Are you on a Bravo show? No. Great, Emma. That's a fucking great question that you just wasted. You go. You go. How about, um, are you married? No. Oh, my God. You have eight more. I can't believe you guys haven't gotten this yet. What are you talking about? What? This is so easy. I'm sure everyone well, here knows who it is by this point. he's on a reality no? show? Okay. And he's, he's, are you a chef? Are you gay? <laughs> no. All right. You have, you have seven more. You actually have six, but I'll give you seven. Okay, so you're okay. Just to confirm, you're on a reality show. You're not an actor. No. You're, are you a newscaster? No. Um, Shit, and he's not on Bravo. Why? What's Bravo got to do with that's anything? A, that's the only reality <laughs> television I watch. Oh, oh. There are other channels. Uh, there are other channels. Are you no. trying to have sex with Chelsea? <laughs> no. Oh, well, I don't care then who you are. You should. <laughs> yeah, she's looking super fine tonight. I think he's subliminally means yes. Oh, man. Oh, Sim. Okay. Uh, all right. <sighs> Did, so oh, you said you were over 40? No. Oh, God, this is a disaster. You keep going to Bravo. It's, there are other networks. Yeah, no shit. There's like, what I don't know what reality shows are there. Are you Robert Kardashian? <laughs> 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 he's cute. He sounds cute. I mean, he sounds cute. Wait, are so you on you... actually the E! Network? No. Are you on a news network? No. 
Jeez. <laughs> you have four more before he reveals himself. Okay. Are you a Caucasian? Yes. Okay. Great. That okay. narrows it down. Now, wait, 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 wait. What about Bachelor World? Yeah, I just said it. Are you the Bachelor? Yeah, no, he are, said yeah, no. Yeah, he said no. So, okay. Are you an? Uh, you're not an athlete. Are you? Um, uh, ugh, I don't know anything. I, I mean, how big is your <laughs> torso? How long is your torso? Uh, like eight. Eight inches. Your torso. Are you a little person? Uh, I thought we were talking about something else. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Are you, okay. Um, okay, you so, better fucking ask a question because oh, this is your okay, podcast. So, um, wh- okay, all right. Listen, um, is your? Uh, oh, I can't. Do you, Anna, Anna, by the way, I'm shocked because you actually you know. What? I'm going to give you a hint. You really like this guy. Oh God, how embarrassing! Fuck. Tell us who you are, please. Mm-mm. Three more questions. Okay. Do you, Sim, you have to give me a hint. You really, you've talked about him on your have podcast. Have you been wait, to wait. either one of our homes? No, you've wait, talked it's about not about the situation. That doesn't mean anything Is it the situation? MTV, MTV, MTV. Is it the situation? Yeah. It's the situation? Yeah. Yeah. yeah! I love you! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm so glad to talk to you. <laughs> Oh, my God. Sim, I can't believe it. I knew you would like this surprise. Oh, Mike. Oh, it's great to hear your voice. I'm totally blushing right now. She's not. I'm I right am. here, and she's not blushing. <laughs> I am I am sweating and blushing. But you are sweet. He's actually very sweet. He's he, been on my show a couple times. You've met him before, yes, right? Yes. And yeah, he's he, sweet. He, like, we met at this GQ party. I've talked about it on the podcast, and how I was trembling. What's wrong with, with you? Like, I don't know. I was to- totally starstruck because... There's something completely different about actors and then reality stars. And Mike, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Oh my god, this is really exciting for me. I really am. St- I'm like my upper mustache is sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating right now. Oh god. Well, you know what? He's all yours. You can ask him anything you want. Mike. Okay. First of all, where are you right now? You're in New York. I'm uh, in New Jersey right now. You're in New Jersey? How's everything going? Will you go check on my dad? <laughs> he's in New Jersey, too, and he's out of home. And I, he's, a lot of people are pressing like sex, or sexual harassment charges against him. <laughs> Can you go in there and see what he's doing? He says he has a girlfriend named Keisha, and I believe that's his nurse, and that she's not his girlfriend. Oh, oh. Keisha? I think I know Keisha. Oh, you know Keisha? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, oh my God, this is a thrill. Mike, you have to come on the show the next time you're in L.A. When are you coming to L.A.? Um, I'm not sure. I'm in New York in the next couple of weeks to do something, but um, after that, we'll see. Um, okay, so well, listen, how has like everything with fame, what have been like the worst and the best things that have happened with fame? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, you know what? It's uh, fame is like a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? It's kind of like everything we ever dreamed of, but then there's, you know, some downsides to it. You know, you, you, don't, you don't really get privacy anymore, and no matter how bad you want it, and, um... You know, I mean, I wouldn't change the things to the, you know, I wouldn't change the things to the world, but it's uh, not for everyone. <laughs> Did you ever feel? Because I felt really in, like, when it, when I first got a taste of it, it felt really intoxicating. Like I, I, it felt like I became most slightly, I don't know. It just, it just was intoxicating, and yeah. um, mm-hmm. and then I kind of had to have a little talking to myself. About that whole idea. But don't you feel it's weird? Because now you're like, talk about a double-edged sword. You're with somebody that's famous. So that's twice that you have to feel that. Yeah. Like yeah. that, there's one set of circumstances and then the onslaught of the second. But I do feel um, as I get older, I can just handle it so much better. I understand, like, I don't mm. need, I don't need people to recognize. I'm, I'm a okay with like when, when Chris and I go out and people are like hand me their phones and they're like will you oh. take a picture of Chris and, and I'm so grateful I'm like I do not want to be on your Facebook page because I do not feel cute right now so I will happily take your picture with my husband yeah. <laughs> but exactly but yeah but it, it's because it's it's a whole it's an intensity of that there's no Did you struggle for... with that when he became when he started to become really famous because you were famous first and then he became famous, right? Cuz when you met him, I mean he was a little famous, but then he turned into a huge movie star. So that must have been weird because it was like a balance, right? Well, well yeah, well, so then I convinced him. I I found this, well, he actually found this dream home um up in Washington state and he forwarded it on to me and um I said, will you buy this for me because now you are more famous than I am and now I resent you. And he said, okay, baby, great. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's sort of actually a version of, there is a version of that. <laughs> but um, no, I think... I mean, it's a silly thing to say, but it's a truth. It's like it's a reality of... Those are, I mean, it sounds so gross to a re- regular person that is not related to this industry because it is a gross kind of thing. But it's true. Like, those are things that kind of inform you yeah. or, inc- or like are part of your life like yeah. that's a different shift of you know somebody I have a lot of friends who like they earn the money they're hot and then they give it up for the husband yeah. who becomes hot or vice versa yeah. you know it's very rare that it can both happen at the same time mm-hmm. and it's probably really unhealthy to happen at the same time because it's a nice thing to be handed to like a dish of like hey humble like be humble and be grateful and it's hard to digest the two things, I think. And this is coming from somebody that yeah. has never been in a successful relationship. <laughs> but no, I think, uh, yeah, my, like, I, I'm 
unbelievably proud of him and I, I always believed that he when we started working together I remember thinking part of my huge attraction to him was how talented he was and so I, I it, it doesn't come as a massive surprise to me that he's become this huge movie star but um, but yeah, you know what the most uncomfortable thing is, is that when people um, maybe wonder if I'm uncomfortable, because he oh, is constantly... Well, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> but it's okay, because it's natural, though. It's, that's natural. But, he, but he's constantly making me feel really good and really sexy, except for my, um, my very weak pelvic floor. Um, He's always like, baby, your puss is loose. No, he does not <laughs> say that. I'm just kidding, Mike. He doesn't say that. <laughs> but he, maybe he thinks it. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, did, I did have his baby. Um, but anyway, but no, but fame is a fucking, it is a weird, weird, weird journey. And I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're all like, I don't know. It's it's um, that wonderful kind of head rush did you ever feel, I don't know, I felt really ugly at times because of my addiction to fame, I think. Like, yeah, of course. Of course you're ugly. It's ugly. It is ugly. Yeah. It's nice to be not. It's nice to be serene. It's nice to not, like, you know, I was away, like, this, the year I took off, I, like, I didn't check social media for, there was, like, a month. I didn't go on Twitter. I didn't go on Instagram. I didn't do any of that shit. And I didn't think I would have to ever participate in it again. I'm did like, you miss it? No, of course I didn't miss it. But you realized, like, when you come, like, when I came back into the mix of things, like, I have an entire social media department now. Of what I have to, not what I have to do, but I, I was like, I'm not going to resent what I do. I'm here because I got myself here. So don't complain about where you are because you're fucking standing where you put yourself. So if I have to fucking join Snapchat, then I'm going to have fun while I'm doing it. And I'm going to start rapping. Then, you know, if I'm going to be an asshole, then I'm going to be an asshole, full-fledged asshole. I don't want to ever complain about fucking anything. Like, you do something for a friend or, you you know, like you're on someone's show or, you know, you can complain about your day all day long. I'm sorry, but we live the best fucking lives. We make shitloads of money for doing something we love. Yeah. It's like an athlete. Uh-huh. There are people that are fucking accountants and that make half of what we make doing a job they hate. So we get to fulfill our dreams and we get you to get in saying I'm supposed to be grateful, Chelsea. Yeah, we're, well, we all are, but it's a constant reminder to be Yuck. like, fuck, I have to be fucking grateful. I'm going to be in a good mood when I get there. I'm going to say thank you for having me. I'm not going to bitch and moan and say I have to be out. I have no time constraints. I'm not going to be that person. I say that every fucking day when I wake up, I'm like, be in a fucking good mood, asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> and I have to say that. And then I Snapchat it. And then it's all <laughs> comes out. Um, oh my god Mike I love it that you're I on know, the show I know you're so sweet Mike how's your love life are you dating yeah ooh good question yes yes been dating for uh, three years um, oh. my Whoopsie, I college that. girlfriend we got back together recently I didn't really? know you went oh, wow. to college yes yes we met in college before Jersey Shore and then um, which college did you go to after. what happened which well, I mean, college happened, I guess, for you. Wh- which college did you go to? I went to a uh, community college in Jersey. It was called Brookdale Community College. Okay. Um, I love and that. We, yeah. So are you, yeah. you going to get married? Are you happy? 
Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy. Um, you know, just living single life, being healthy. Well, you're not single. Um, what are you talking about? You just said you're fucking getting married. I mean, or do you have a girlfriend for three years? What do you mean? Catch. Living single? No, 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 no. I, ha- I, I have a girlfriend. I said, but we've been together three years, but we haven't got married yet. No. So, but you're not single. That's. <laughs> no, I'm not single. No. They didn't teach you that at community college, Mike. I mean, <laughs> I'm single. Anna's married, and no. you're dating. <laughs> You know what? I actually messed up for the first time in a long time. Well, too bad it's being recorded. That's too bad for everybody. And <laughs> Wait, does she know that they're not dating anymore? I don't know. She'll Wait, probably hear about he, it on this did podcast. Did he maybe messed up? No, I think he said he messed up by saying he's not dating. Oh, oh, okay. Not that he cheated. <laughs> yes, yes, I oh messed my up. God. <laughs> Why are you trying to take a hold for uh, deeper hold for him? <laughs> okay, we're going to have to hang up. Oh, Mike. The situation, Mike. Just, when I, you come out, you I have really, to promise to come to Anna's house and do the podcast. Okay, please, please, please. And I definitely will. And do you remember meeting us, Chris and I, at the <laughs> GQ party? I was literally trembling. I was so excited um, to meet you. I actually, I definitely remember meeting Anna uh, at the GQ party. We spoke outside, and you were telling me, um, you know, how uh, real I was, and I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, well, and thank you so much for coming on the show. And please, please, please come join the podcast. I definitely will. I'm definitely, I was excited to uh, chat with you guys tonight. <laughs> thank you, Mike. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks, guys. Oh, my gosh. Bye. Sim, that was the best. Do you like the surprise? Yes. Oh, so you didn't really know who, who was calling in? Really? What do you mean I, I didn't, didn't know? No. Well, I mean. I no, arranged this no, a couple Anna of weeks ago. Didn't. I didn't. No, Anna had no idea. No. Yeah. No, I didn't. But I, I have spoken about how he is, like, he was somebody Life that changing. I was completely, star- I was starstruck by. Okay. I get, do, do you ever find no. yourself getting starstruck no. by Never. different, Never. but like, Never. no? No? So what about like athletes or musicians? I just don't care. Really? I honestly don't care. I wish I did because I, I honestly want to be nicer and more like kind of gracious. <laughs> there, I was at Chateau Marmont once for like a, I grew up listening to Neil Young because I was the youngest of six kids and so all my brothers and sisters listened to Neil Young and it reminded my brother died and there's all these like it just Neil Young reminds me of my childhood in Martha's Vineyard my everything good in my life reminds me of Neil Young and I talked about Neil Young like I had been with him I knew him and I was at a party at the Chateau Marmont and a guy came up to me at the end of the night and he said I've been holding your purse all night and my manager said by the way have you met Neil so I met, not only did I meet Neil Young, I asked him to hold my purse like a valet. And then the guy at the end of the night was like, here's your purse back, bitch. You're so, like, and I thought, this is the man that I think I like and I didn't even fucking recognize, like, I didn't even know who he, what he looks like because Neil Young's so fucking old that all I did was listen to his music. I never saw an album cover because albums were gone by the time I was born. But, and I, I didn't even understand that moment. And I lost, I was like, oh my God, I've already offended this guy and I haven't even met him yet. So no, I just don't care about celebrity. I mean, you know, no, there are people that make you nervous, but I think the only people that make you nervous are people that are nervous. They make mm-hmm. you nervous because you want to comfort them. And, and, and even though that sounds, you do want people to be comfortable around you. And right. it's uncomfortable when you spend your energy trying to like allay people and be like no i'm fine i'm not a fucking lunatic bitch i'm a normal person i want to hear about you the thing i hate the most is when people don't they they want to oh the conversation's always about you when you're a celebrity i think that's the thing that's really off-putting 
Like I want to know my joy in life is to meet people and to hear people's stories. And when everyone wants to talk about you all the time, it makes you feel like you're just most people love talking about themselves. Well, no, I don't think that's true. Really? There are people that love to. But then there are people like I don't think you love to talk about yourself. I think you will talk about yourself willingly. I don't think you love it. I loved that uh, the creator of the TED Talks that you had on your show talked about the idea of curiosity. Yeah, I think. And yeah, I I do love talking about myself, but but I also I am I am a really curious person, and I like to talk about myself in a in a way where I, I'll admit my flaws in the hopes of, that somebody else will open themselves up to me. So and can I, let, let me ask you a question on that. So I've had multiple STDs. So have I. So. You're welcome. And I'm flaring up right now. Um, do you feel like your relationship with Chris over the time, how long have you guys been together? Okay. I love this. I knew this was going to happen. I love this. Okay. Tables have turned when the interviewer becomes We talked about this earlier. <laughs> we knew this was going to happen. Sometime. Did you? I'm oh, um, sorry. Yeah, okay. well, I can't no, no, no. control I myself. love it. I love it. Because I do love to talk about myself. Yeah. Great. And you should. Well, it's sort interesting. Of. I, I think really, a lot of people. No, it is interesting. Well, maybe not to everybody, but I think to a lot of people. But you talking about yourself is very right. But I know. But I'm always talking. So, but can can I ask you a question? How long have you guys been together? So since 2007. Okay. And so, do you feel like what are the, what is the peak, or do you feel like you're closer than you've ever been, or do you feel like you guys are like do you consider him your best friend? How do you think of him? Um, I think that he is sort of my, he is the ultimate protector. It's like when the lion comes home, like that's how I feel because he's been away a lot. So when he comes home, he fixes things. He cuddles with me. He like, he's like takes care of Jack. Like he is truly the lion. And I've, but he must've had a really strong like foundation and good parenting. Yeah. I mean, you know, we both had, we both had like a, we we both had supportive parents, but um, but not a, a ton of privilege, which is something I've talked about a little bit before. But um, but yeah, he's um, that's an interesting thing to say. You're right because privilege is completely different and and specific. Yeah. Like there are some girls in this town that I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> I cannot believe that you're still talking about yourself. <laughs> You've been over my house for an hour and you haven't asked anyone a question about anyone else but you. Isn't that odd? And you're like, how do you have any fucking friends? And then my friends say, Chelsea, they're famous. Of course, they, they have friends that are paid friends. Like anyone will be friends with a famous person. And I always think that's so sad because I've had friends that have dumped me. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's not. <laughs> yeah, no, I have. I mean, I dump a lot of people because I'm, I mean, I have very high standards for friendship. I think you you have to de- like deliver a lot. I feel that about you. Yeah, I think you Which have to del- actually, deliver a lot I'm to deserve so a lot. That you're here. Well, you're sweet, and I know that, and I get that, and you're very out, like you're authentic. I know that you're. Thanks. Yeah, of course. I would ha- I would come here anytime you ask me to. Really? Please, and always ask me directly. Then- you don't even have to go through. I don't know who you asked. I don't even know how I got here. I'm like, <laughs> why didn't Anna just email me directly? What was your first impression of Anna when you met her? Oh. Like, she was a little bit of a hot mess. I was like, oh, she's a little scattered. 
Then I really? met her again. Well, just because like you were talking about things that I don't know anything about, like you know that you're like hunting bugs, bullshit. like the weird thing that you guys I, collect. I, yeah, I'm going to take like, you upstairs. I was like, what are these two up to? These fucking two weirdos, like with their I know, bugs and I love that you told me you you said something like you were so fucking weird, and I really I was telling Sim earlier. I was like, I really loved it that she said that to me. Yeah, and it was weird. And then I met. Chris. But I do want to take you upstairs. Okay, to the weird bug room. And then I just thought, but then you're never gonna re- you're never gonna come back down. Of course I will. I'm I'm not scared of anything. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I can jump out a window. <laughs> Very limber. Yeah. Um, you're underestimating me. And then I thought that your relationship was really sweet. And for me, like my best friend and her husband are like my like we're a thruple. They are my sounding boards and my like I'm very close with couples, several couples in my life. Like I have several couples that I'm like we're on a chain text like the three of us I'm sure they're on their own text chains <laughs> without me but I l- love a couple that's thriving and that really cares for each other and my best friend whose house I'm going to after I leave here tonight she is my sounding board for everything and is her Mary? husband yeah Mary is my yaya she calls me yaya and I call her yaya and she is just kind of like my like last night I was at my launch party and she's like get up make a speech and I said, no, I'm too drunk. She goes, no, no, you, it doesn't matter. Get up and make a fucking speech. These people are all working for you, asshole. Don't be an asshole. I go, I'm not being an asshole. I just don't think I can speak in front of people. She goes, you can always speak in front of people. That's what you do for a living. You can get up there. Get up now. And handed me a microphone. And I got up and stood on a bar table at the Culver Hotel. Yeah. And I made a speech. And this morning I texted her and I said, thank you, Yaya. You always know what's best for me. Like she always... When you have a friend that looks out for you in that way, you value everything about that person because that's like a sister. That's Only rare. my sisters would do that for me. My sisters yeah. wouldn't even do that for me. And they love me, but they don't know that I should be making a fucking speech at my launch party. Of course I should fucking be making a speech. And of course you fucking killed it. You know what I mean? Like, of course, like you had that doubt, but but your best friend didn't have that doubt. Right. That's... Right. Well, that's, that's wonderful. Yeah, she's like a uh, she does things. We were at this event the other night. Well, tell me if we're going too long and we need to cut it off. Keep going. We're at this event the other night and I was and this guy was at a table and I was ho- like I was emceeing this charity event for a friend. And she was sitting next to a guy and she came up to me after she goes, "I want you to meet this guy." He was fucking laughing at you so hard. He gets you. This is the kind of guy I want you to be with. This is the kind of guy for you. And I said, whatever. I don't even know him. And I was, you know, talking to other people. And she goes, no, I need, you don't understand. His reaction to you is exactly the guy that you should be with. He gets you. He gets how fucking like wickedly inappropriate you are. And all of the things about you that men are, are shy away from or are intimidated or disgusted or whatever they are by me. And she brought him over and she said, I need you to meet her, please. And you know, the guy w- was weird and it was an awkward kind of interaction. But we were in the car on the way home and she said, that's the kind of guy I need you with. And, I, and she goes, you don't understand the way he was laughing at you. And I thought, what kind of friend pays that much attention to the way someone else is reacting towards me? She's so not self-involved. She so doesn't. She just wants me to succeed. And I, I just thought the next morning when I woke up, I thought, oh, my God, like, can it's so rare to have somebody that's out for your best interests. Yeah. That's not invidious, that's never threatened, and we've always shown up for each other in every way. And I would fucking sacrifice my entire life for her, but it that makes you feel really yeah. 
Like you love like your girlfriends and you love women. I hate when people talk about loving women and girlfriends. Friends, no, no, no. I love it because but it's, it's like so, you know, it's rare in this town. But it it's, and it's but hard. it isn't because you just need to be a quality person because it's not about women. It's just about it's about people. Either you're a fucking good person and you're a good soldier and you're going to do the right thing and you're not going to lie and cheat and steal or you're not. You know, if you're a little bit of a liar, you're a big liar. Right. But I do think that we have, like, like at least with um, actresses Ugh. sort of... Fucking chair keeps bumping me. <laughs> Sorry. Competing against each other. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, there is that Super competitive thing, town. Yeah, where you feel like, I, I want more actress friends. I want more success. I don't know. Like, I want... I, but we, there is that thing because we don't work together very often. Yeah. So we only see each other right. at like a fancy fucking event and where we have right. to be like. And it is competitive because you're all trying out for the same shit. Yeah. That's and why I'm in a field where I don't have to fucking compete <laughs> against anybody. But well, man. I, I got Scary Movie 4. Oh. So that shows up <laughs> Jessica Chastain. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Who are two actually really lovely people. Okay, so we're we're gonna call a couple people. Do you mind? No, not at all. Okay, we're gonna um call all right. I do have to urinate. Do you wanna take a quick break? Well yeah, because yeah, I want a food. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do a quick break. <laughs> 